Tom Carosa. Check it out. Always funny, Tom Carosa. <laughs> uh, he just makes me laugh. His uh, CDs are available on CD Baby, so you want to check that out too. And uh, what else we got going on for you? Oh, God, it got cold all of a sudden. I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Uh, crazy weather. Crazy weather. What can I say? Oh, let's do a little fanny flag. Thank you. Thank you very much. On our very first show, we were paid a visit by a very funny young lady. And she was so impressed with Nashville and its music that she's back tonight making her singing debut. Won't you please welcome Miss Fanny Flagg. Before I start, first of all, I would like to say how grateful I am to my dear friend, Mr. Johnny Cash, for allowing me to make my singing debut on his show tonight. And I want to say how flattered I am to be among the company of such wonderful singers as Lulu, Mr. John Hartford, and of course, Mr. Chet Atkins. Oh, I am... I am a recent graduate of the Sylacauga Academy for the Musically Retarded, and... uh, I have chosen uh, to sing for you tonight a tort song, and I suppose I chose a tort song to sing to you at the suggestion of Mr. Johnny Cash, who says that I sing rather sadly.
standing in a patch of sweet peas. I had just been awarded first prize from the Southern Flower Fanciers Association for my huge magnolia book, uh, Blossoms. <laughs> Earl's Hot House is the last stop on our tour of hot houses of Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi, and Tennessee. I remember he had the biggest japonicas I'd ever seen. Oh, it was, it was love at first sight. I remember it step by step. The first time he held my hand was in the hollyhocks. <laughs> and then, then he put his arm around me in a bed of morning glories. But then, then came the afternoon when he kissed me in the iris. Could that be a metaphor for the Big Bang? No, God just went click. <laughs> so you're saying we're all descended from Adam and Eve, then we're all cousins. That's right. <laughs> Here's the thing. There are miracles, though. There's miracles in the Bible. Like when Moses, and I'm not talking guns and Moses. No, I'm not talking. Not Charlton Heston going, let the Jews go, the Pharaoh gets two in the head. No. <laughs> Charlton Heston, a man who said, guns don't kill people, apes with guns kill people. <laughs> no, Chucky, no! Second Amendment, it started off, it was muzzle loaders, people going like this, and this still continues. That's okay. But I'm talking about the time Moses said to Pharaoh, let my people go, and Pharaoh went, in your dreams. And Moses called the gods going, God, I need some help, and frogs fell from the sky. Maybe they fell from the sky, or maybe they were Jews with catapults going, now! And thank God it was the Egyptians and not the French, because the French would go, lunch, okay? Why should we let you go, you great caterers? I can't let you go, you crazy people, huh? But frogs fell from the sky. At that point, I'd be going, get your shit and out. The frogs, I said, wait a minute. That's what we should do. That's what we should drop on Afghanistan. 
Not bombs, not food. Fucking frogs. Frogs, lizards, hamsters, gerbils, shit they haven't seen. And if you want to get people out of caves, a shitload of New York rats. Oh, baby. You know. New York rats would be going, hey, come on, raid. <laughs> I eat pussy literally. Bring it on! But that's what they dropped in. And even then, Pharaoh was not plus. You saw, please, David Copperfield, no. And then boils, and then firstborn dies. That's it! Hebrews, get out! And everybody bandished. Out of nowhere, everybody! Hello, let's not wait for the bread to rise. Just take the crackers and the skin off your penis. We're leaving! Excuse me. Why the skin off a penis? We're traveling people. You don't want sand in there. Let's go! And this is so passe. The ditchy thing, forget it. Let's move! We're going through the desert, and then they get the Ten Commandments, which be adjusted by certain presidents. That happens later. And they get to the Red Sea there, the sea, the sea. And they go, what now, Mr. Magic? What do we do now? We're going to walk on the frog box with the frog box. Frog's back. Thank you for watching me this far. Obviously, I did inhale. So, what do we do now, Mr. Big Shot? And he calls to God again, and the sea pops. And even the most doubting Jew is going, you're good. <laughs> let's go, everybody. Come on, everybody. Let's move. Don't eat the shellfish. I'll tell you why later. Let's go. <laughs> Where are we going? To Jerusalem to start years of struggle and later to Miami to fuck up an election. Let's go. And then the Pharaoh comes, but the sea closes, and he calls to his cat like God, but his cat like God can't do shit, because he's afraid of water. <laughs> and then there's another miracle. The night that Mary said to Joe, Joe, I'm pregnant. And Joe went, holy mother of God. And she went, you're right. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. What a great name, Joe! That is so much better than Shmuel. Way to go! I love you, Joe. Wait, hold on a minute, Mary. Hold on a minute. So I'm the stepfather of God's kid? Yeah. So I can't discipline him. I can't go, you're done wrong, because the kid will look at me and say, you're not my real dad. What are you doing, Mary? How did it happen? Oh, it's immaculate, Joe. Oh, it better be, Mary. It better be immaculate. I'm sorry I'm transforming Joe into Ralph Cramden. But... It seemed to be kind of appropriate because up to that point, all the names in the Bible are very Jewish. You have Noah, Moses, Zebedee, and then you get Mary and Joe. We are just a hyphenate away from Mary Jean and Joe Bob. We could have had Jim Bob, the son of God. Praise to him, Jim Bob. He who finds the stuff and gets me a job, Jim Bob. And here's the other drill. Jesus was an only child because, thank God, who would want to be Jerry, the brother of Christ? <laughs> That's a tough gig. Come on, Jerry, we're going to the beach. Oh, great, Mom. Yeah, Jesus is going to walk on the water, feed everybody, heal them, and get a whole bunch of disciples. I'll sit there with a rash and sand in my ass. Great day for me. <laughs> he ends up in a bar at the age of 30 going, yeah, I'm Jerry Christ. whoop de doo <laughs> Yeah, I got to I, I got, I healed somebody. Here's Spot. Come on, boy, heal. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, my brother. Yeah, Jesus, he's a carpenter. I'm a plumber. You do the math. And people say to me, they say, Jesus wasn't Jewish. I said, of course he was Jewish. 
30 years old, single, living at home with his parents. Come on. <laughs> Working in his father's business, his mother thought he was God's gift. He's Jewish. Give it up. <laughs> it's an old tradition. And if he was Jewish and many of his disciples were Jewish, for the Last Supper, would they have not have gone out for Chinese? I think so. <laughs> Welcome to Yahweh. Hold on. One moment. No service, no sandal. Okay, you come in now. Hold on. You had 12. All I got is two tables of six right now. They're not together. Wait a minute, hold on. I got one big table by the window, but you all have to face this way. <laughs> all right. Hold on. You are glowing, so I guess we won't need the lamp. That's very nice. And you just turned a Sichuan chicken into a live chicken. You're very good. <laughs> and it said that night that Jesus turned to his disciples and said, one of you shall betray me. And Peter said, is it me, Jesus? And Jesus said, no, it is not you, Peter. And Simon said, is it me, Jesus? And Jesus turned to Simon and said, no, it is not you, Simon. And Judas said, is it me, Jesus? And Jesus turned to him and went, me, he, he. Thus you see two traditions beginning, Jewish sarcasm and Gentile humor, together, born <laughs> at that main moment. And the next day the miracle occurred, crucifixion, resurrection, and he rose again from the dead. And if he sees his shadow, another 2,000 years of guilt. Yes. <laughs> And here's for me the one big question. How do you get crucifixion, resurrection, and then chocolate bunnies, colored eggs? How do you do that one? Even kids are going, rabbits don't lay eggs. What is this? And you don't want a kid biting the head off a of chocolate Jesus. That's not good. Ah, you don't want a little cream-filled cross going, no, you don't want that. And you don't want to be putting raspberry jam in the grass going, we're looking for Jesus, kids. Come on. No, I'm cutting, no, man, no. like I didn't want to make this gig in the first place. No, no, wait a minute, I'll be soft. Yeah? 
Well, then, back off of me, man. It's too piercing. Okay? How's this? Yeah! Too loud, man. Too loud, man. I can still hear you. Would you mind leaving the room? Okay. Crazy. Daylight come and me want go home. Daylight come and me want go home. Have you the full man shove bright banana? Daylight come and me want go home. Hide the deadly black tarantula. Daylight come. Oh, man, don't sing about spiders. I mean, ooh, well, like I don't dig spiders. Well, that's that, that's how the song goes. He goes, hide the deadly black tarantula. Daylight come and me want go Can I leave now? Oh, not yet. We got a big finish. Hey. Yeah, man. I locked myself out. Crazy. I come through the window. Daylight come and me won't go home. Our first performer, my co-host, is... Shh, shh, we have to be quiet, Judy. Um, my first performer is an amazing talent. She is on... How many people here are in the uh, uh, softball team of the Friars? All right, they softball team. She, she actually sees the ball and, and lets it hurt her because she's not Jewish. Okay, she's been on the Colin Quinn Show. She sang, actually, for Barbara Streisand. I don't know if it was the real Barbara Streisand. But she it was why she's been on uh, PBS, on Fox, and on NBC. She's brilliant. She's talented. She's gorgeous. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Miss Nancy Lombardo. <laughs> Yes, he's such a cute man. 
so cute. Yes. Hello, my name is Tia. Right, Tia. I've never been to France, but I've had their dressing. I've never been to Germany, but I've had their miso. I've never been to Intercourse, Pennsylvania, but I faked it once. <laughs> no, you know my friend, yes. We French have a sense of humor, we have to wear French. How many Frenchmen does it take to screw in a light bulb? Who needs light? Yelling a joke again, if I wanted to. What is she to do? Can't help it. I can't, I'm crazy. I am crazy. And listen, therapy is not for everyone. It's for people with money. <laughs> Am I right? It's for people with money. It's not for everyone. And I feel for what you pay for therapy that you should leave with something every session. So I stole her pen, <laughs> some tissues, the clock. And then she gave me some advice. She goes, Nancy, you should find out what's missing for your life and grab it. So I stole her iPad. <laughs> no iPad, no appointments. I'm cured. Yay! Oh, it wasn't easy for me growing up Puerto Rican and Italian in New York City, <coughs> never knowing at any given moment when I'd have to chase myself out of my own neighborhood. <laughs> I'm a chef. I'm a shark. I'm a chef. I'm a shark. The first time I saw West Side Story, I thought that's so my life. How do they know? How do they know? And my grandmother, my Italian grandmother, was always telling me these Italian stories. Do you know? When I come to America, I don't have a dime. When I come to America, I don't have a time. Well, Grandma, guess what? Now I have a dime! Yeah. The economy's so bad, I'm looking for jury duty. Anybody else? <laughs> I'm trying to get jury duty. Please, pick me. I'll do all the cases. Pick me. Pick me. It's a lot of fun. My mother's from Iguaz, Puerto Rico. She was bilingual. She could speak two languages at the same time. So when I was growing up, I had no idea what she was saying. She would just turn and start going, Listen! No me la I don't have time to discuss. what I'm saying. So don't! What? She was a terrible cook, burnt everything, now it's called Cajun. Who knew? Who knew? But she did have this great mom advice she used to give out to this mom. Cliches or glitches, as she called them. Mira Nancy, listen to this glitches, it's going to save your life. That cork doesn't fall far from the bottle. You've got to take the beef with the honey. Every cloud has a silver lining. Mom, my head is hurting. Stop with these wisdoms, wisdoms. Okay, don't get scared. Don't get scared. Two Irishmen walk out of a bar. It can happen. <laughs> You're that kind of a crowd, aren't you? Yeah. Okay, a priest, a Muslim, and a rabbi walk into the bar, and the bartender goes, What is this, some kind of a joke? Oh, well, I love you. Wonderful laugher here. And sir, what's your name, sir? Michael. Michael? What do you, what do, you do for a living, or what did you do? Whatever you can find. What what is your expertise? Finance, real estate. Finance, real estate. Keeping it vague. I like that, Michael. I like that Do you have any hobbies, Michael? Golf. Golf. You like to play golf. Do you have any favorite foods? No. No favorite foods. You're a big help, Michael. <laughs> you like to play golf, real estate, finance. I don't know. Is this your wife? Good. Okay. <laughs> Good answer. Okay. And uh, what's your name? Shelley and Michael. What a coincidence, I happen to have written a song about your life. <laughs>
like to go play golf and have fun and watch it on TV. Oh, Michael, it's so sweet when you're out there on the green. You grab a hold of your putter, you know what I mean. You hit the ball, get a bogey or a birdie, or go for the ninth hole right away and skip the hole. Big shout out to Gail Parento. Thanks for listening. Big kiss. Bye-bye.